Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال الله سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم ان شاء الله in today's khutbah i will continue talking about the rest of the surah at-takwir which is the second half we talked about surah at-takwir last week the first 14 ayat in which allah azza wa jal reminded us of the day of judgment and what kind of things will be happening in on the day of judgment and while allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about those events of yawm al-qiyamah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about a very important subject of the days of jahiliyyah which actually kind of uh, is here and, and even to today which is burying the daughters alive al-mawuda the allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says on the day of judgment that allah will be asking bi ayyi dhanbin qutilat for which sin they were killed and then the ayat continued on talking about the day of judgment and today we'll talk about the second half of the surah of the surah takwir which is we start with fala uqsimu bil khunnas al jawar al kunnas wal layli idha asas wa subhi idha tanaffas allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here is swearing by the planets that recede disappearing during the day and appearing during the night they go come back and forth and uh, Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about how swiftly they move and hide themselves. But Allah is not starting the, 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 this section by, just by swearing by khunnas, for example. It starts with, فَلَا أُقْسِمُوا بِالْخُنَّس As the Mufassireen discuss about when the swear is starting with the la, here it's not that it's saying we do not swear rather it is rejecting something else is happening the fala is referring to something else 
What is the something else? The kuffar of the Mecca were referring to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as majnoon. And this kalam, the Quran, as the word of shaitan. That's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is answering now. To understand this, just to remember what we discussed last khutbah, in the last khutbah as well, the surah al-Takweer is one of the surahs that were revealed to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the Meccan era, in the beginning of the da'wah. This is the surah-wise, the order-wise, the, surah, the, the Qur'an revealed to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that was the eighth surah that revealed to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whether the part or the foot in full. So that shows it's a very beginning of the revelation to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and from the beginning, we see the response of the kuffar of the Mecca, the Quraysh, became very harsh. And, uh, and they start saying Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam different kinds of names, calling him with different names. And Allah azza wa jal is defending Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and declaring what this kalam is about, the Qur'an, the kitab that Allah subhanahu revealed to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa and now he is swearing. So first he's rejecting what you're saying is wrong, then Allah is swearing by khunnas, al-jawar al-kunnas. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, in many places, he swears by many things. And Mufassirin discussed this from different angles. Because one of the tafsir discusses this way, then Allah, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by the creation of Allah, then it is so people can connect such a big thing Allah is swearing by. So have some attention here. And this is what the Arabs used to swear by things to get the attention. And the other one says that actually the word Rabb is mahzuf here, mahzuf, meaning is removed. This is part of the balagha in the language. Sometimes it is so known that you don't have to mention. So it's more of a become. When it says Wallail, it's Rabbul Layl. So by the Rabb of the Layl. So this is a different understanding. But either way, whichever way we look at it, whether it's the Qasam or the Oath by the Creator or the creation of Allah, it is a way to give, get our attention. A very important subject is about to come after this qasam, this oath. Isn't that the case? Even in today's days and time, we find many, many times in the courts, when something important is going to be asked by the people, they make you take an oath. Are you going to do a, a very important task? Take an oath. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking in the language people can comprehend here. So getting the attention here, and by the night, as it departs, وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا عَسَعَسْ وَصُبْحِ إِذَا تَنَفَّسْ And when the, 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 light, the day is brightened. Then Allah subhanahu comes to the point, not just talking about directly about the kalam itself. First Allah is talking about the one who brought that kalam to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam To show the authenticity of this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Al-Qur'an. That this is the kalam or the call or the word of the Rasul Kareem. Rasul Kareem here in this ayah means 
Jibreel alayhi salam. Unlike in Surah Al-Haqqa, the way similar ayah is mentioned, إِنَّهُ لُقَوْلُ رَسُولُ الْكَرِيمُ Over there, then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. In both cases, it's not the call of either Jibreel or Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This is a way of mentioning. In reality, it is the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But this is the kalam, when it was given to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, it was given by Jibreel. When it was given to us, it was given by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But this kalam, this book, is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Quran that we are talking about is not the word of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, not the word of Jibreel, it's the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, these are the messengers. One messenger from Allah to Rasulullah sallallahu which is Jibreel. And another messenger from, Muhammad, from, from Jibreel to us in between is the messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So that's what I mean by that. So Allah is giving us the attribute of that person who brought this book to us, which is Jibreel. He is Kareem. He is the one who was honorable. What else he is? He is powerful. He's, very, he's a powerful owner of power and high ranks with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah mentions that muta'in thumma ameen. He's not only powerful, he's not only honorable, but he is the one, the ta'a, obedience of his is done by the other angels. So he is the leaders of the angels. So among the angels, the one of the highest ranks is the one who's bringing this kitab to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Thamma ameen, and he is a dependent one. He's not the one who's going to cheat. He's not the one who's going to hide the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's the one who will convey the book of Allah as is to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's why he is ameen. And we know another ameen. The other al-sadiq al-ameen we know is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam even before the Prophet who was, who was, who was famous as al-sadiq al-ameen. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us the attributes, six different attributes of Jibreel are mentioned to show the authenticity. Like when we evaluate the hadith, the muhaddithin evaluate the hadith, they go into the detail of what? The one who are conveying, the passing on the hadith, the rawi of the hadith. Whole chain. You make sure. Now look, who are the who are the people in this in this senate from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala? Is the Jibreel the best of the angels? And then Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, the best of the creation of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. That's the one who's been giving us the message from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. There is no chance of this message being corrupted. Then the ayah goes on, وَمَا صَاحِبُكُمْ بِمَجْنُونَ Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that's your sahib. So he's talking to the Meccans. Look, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have said, that he is not majnoon. Allah wants to make sure to understand these people that can take this idea that he's the same person that you know for more than 40 years, and you're the one who call him the truthful one. You're the one who call him the one who's honest. While you are calling him Majnoon at the same time, you call him a truthful and, uh, and Amin at the same time. You are going crazy actually. You are the crazy one. Your sahib is not the one who is a madman. Muhammad Wasallam is not the madman. That's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa saying, and for sure, he saw Jibreel on the offer, on the horizon. 
on the clear uh, uh, horizon. This is an important ayah. And I want to, make, want to make sure that you guys understand the message in this ayah. Allah is saying that Muhammad sallam is not a donin. He is not the bukhil. He is not the one who holds back the message that has been given to him. He gives the message as it was given to Muhammad sallam. Even though it is just the beginning of the da'wah, but he is conveying whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to Muhammad sallallahu He's not saying, oh the people may not like this part of the Qur'an Allah is revealing on me, so I'm going to hold back to it, and I will reveal that to them when the people are ready. <coughs> he gave the message as is. Because that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted from Rasulullah sallallahu that's why Allah is saying, That he is not a dhaneem. He is not the one who holds back any part of the message that was given to him to convey to the people. Another recitation of the ayah is, That dhaneem means the one who follows the conjecture. So he's not talking about the ghaib from his dhan, from his conjectures. Rather, he's giving whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave it to him. Both the meanings give more comprehensive meaning of the ayah. And we understand that when we are talking about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that he does not hold back the message when he is conveying the da'wah. The very same thing is obliged on us as well. We cannot say that for him he has to convey the message for us, we hold back. We hold back because people may not like, we talk about Islam as a way of life. Islam that gives us a system of life. System of life. Islam is the way that gives us an economic system, a ruling system, a political system, education policy, a foreign policy, and on and on and on. Oh, we're not going to talk about that because if we talk like that, people may not like it. So we have to hold back certain things. Oh, people are not ready. Do we really think that people were ready in that sense in Mecca? When majority of the people... What kuffar? They were rejecting the message of Rasulullah Very few people who became Muslims in the hands of Rasulullah in the Meccan era. But he had to convey the whole message. Even to the point when he had to go for Israel al-Mi'raj, he had to convey the whole message. He, was not about to, he could not hold the message back to himself. What happened to him? And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says also, وَمَا هُوَ بِقَوْلِ شَيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ And this this kitab, this book, this message, it is not the message from shaitan. It is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we hold back the Quran, or hold back the message of Islam, meaning the Quran and the Sunnah, what do we really do? Think about it brothers and sisters. Then what are we really doing when we do not convey the whole message? What happens is, then we are talking about those things that we are not talking from the Qur'an Sunnah, we are talking from somewhere else. We are using our mind. We are giving the judgment based on our mind. And the mind is getting probably some messages from shaitan even. The waswasa from shaitan. Misguiding us to follow his will. That's why Allah says, This is not from shaitan, this book. So if we are doing that message, we are mixing up something, we are, we are following the path of shaitan. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warned Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Surah Al-Haqqah. 
where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَوْ تَقَوَّلَ عَلَيْنَا بَعْدَ لَقَوِيلٍ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, if you make a Muhammad sallallahu see, he's not talking to a regular person, talking to Muhammad sallallahu the one who was giving this message, if you make up something in this message, لَأَقَذْنَ مِنْهُ بِالْيَمِينَ We will hold you from your right hand. We'll, with the right, we will hold you from the right hand. ثُمَّ لَقَتَعَنَ مِنْهُ الْوَطِينَ And then, we will cut off your aorta. The main bloodline. Talking about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. See, when we do not convey the message completely, then we are making up something from our own. And look what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Can you imagine if we are doing this, what's going to happen to us? That's the best of the creation, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And of course he was not making up anything. We know that he was not the one who was holding up anything to himself. It's a, it's, a, it's a command for us as well. It is for us. So let's not be the one who is trying to hold the message back, thinking we can please somebody. Look, we're not pleasing nobody by doing so. What we're doing is we are displeasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we are displeasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even the whole world be pleased with us, that's useless. And if the whole world is displeased with us, but Allah is pleased with us, that's all we want. That's a true success. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Are you the one who believe in the part of the book and reject the part of the book? فَمَا جَزَاءُ مَنْ يَفْعَلُ ذَلِكَ مِنْكُمْ إِلَّا خِزْيٌ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ يُرَدُّونَ إِلَىٰ أَشَدِّ الْعَذَابِ If you are believing in the part of the book, and rejecting the other part of the book, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, what could be the, the, the reward for this? This, except humiliation in this dunya, and the severe punishment on the day of judgment. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after mentioning, that Rasulullah did not, did not hold up anything to himself. And this is from Allah, and this is not from shaitan. Allah says, فَأَيْنَ تَذْهَبُونَ Where are you going? Where are you going? You know what is the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is the message from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So which direction are you taking? Any other direction than the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the path of deviation. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, What you have after haq is the, is the law, is the deviation. And this dhikr, this book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is for the alameen. From the beginning of the da'wah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this is the 8th surah as I mentioned, that was revealed to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam by the, by the tirtib, by the order. In there Allah is already saying, this is for the mankind, for, for alameen, for all of the creatures. And whosoever among you will to walk on the straight path. Then, and you will not, unless Allah wills, the Lord of the Alameen. What it means by that is, Allah is the one who has given us that will, so we can choose. Allah could have made us the way Allah talked about many things in the very same surah. We could have made it like a shams, has no choice. Has to do what Allah has commanded to. That's it. There's no ikhtiyar, there's no choice. Choice is given by Allah to us. We could have been like animals, wahush. No will. We could have been like bihar. When Allah says, Bihar, 
Or we could have been any of those things that have no choice. But Allah made us human beings. And Allah created us in the best possible manner. But among us, become the lowest of the low. Except the one who believes and follow the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their actions. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us the one who convey the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the way it's supposed to be conveyed and lived by in our, in our lives. And make us the one who was successful in this dunya and akhirah. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.